This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 105. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. So for this week's episode, this episode is entitled Don't Be or Let Camera Snob, Don't Be a Camera Snob or Let Camera Snobs Get You Down. Now, the reason why I chose this topic is this is something that I have new photographers hit me up about all the time, either by email or instant message or Facebook or whatever the case may be. And I want to clarify here for a moment uh, what I'm referring to. Um, by when I say don't be a camera snob and don't let camera snobs get you down. Now, what I mean by this statement is a camera snob is someone who thinks that their brand of camera is the end-all, be-all in the universe of photography. You have fanboys and fangirls for every camera maker, uh, whether it's Sony, Canon, Nikon, Fuji, it doesn't matter, but the point is they are all full of crap. The reality is all cameras, for the most part, make amazing images. And the person wielding the camera is more important to the process than the camera itself. To be honest, the two most important things about making the image are the person holding the camera and the glass that's attached to the camera. Now, one of Ansel Adams' most famous quotes about photography And he had many of them, but one of his most famous quotes is, quote, the single most important component of a camera is the 12 inches behind it, end quote. Now, what he meant by that is the most important part of any camera system is the person that's wielding it and their knowledge or lack thereof. That is what actually makes a great image. If you have a person who knows their fundamentals of photography, they know the ins and outs and the the intricities of their camera system, they're going to make amazing images. There's no two ways about it. And it doesn't matter if you take somebody that's an experienced photographer like myself or Ansel Adams or any other well-known photographer that has years and years of photography experience, it doesn't matter what manufacturer's body you put in our hands, we are going to make amazing images with it. That's just the way it is. Now, all cameras do have their strengths and weaknesses. Nikon and Sony are known for their low light abilities where they can take photographs um, in extremely low light situations and you can crank the ISO up fairly high with minimal noise. Now, they've been, these two camera manufacturers have been known for their low light performance for quite a long time now, but... As of recently, Canon has started catching up with them with the release of their new R5 and R6 mirrorless full-frame cameras. 
Now, Canon, for their part, has always been known for its autofocus system, especially now that they have their dual pixel AF system and dual pixel AF Mark II. And there is already rumors that they are they have filed a patent for their new quad pixel autofocus. Now, the other thing that Canon has always excelled at is their video capabilities with their cameras. Most any reputable photographer slash videographer, if they're being totally honest, will tell you that Canon hands down has some of the best cameras in the world when it comes to video capabilities, cameras that can do both stills as well as super high quality video. And Canon upped the stakes with the release of the R5 by releasing a mirrorless full frame body that was capable of uncropped 8K video. And of course, they have the 4K un uncropped in both the R5 and the R6 with 4K high quality mode as well. Now, Sony, they're pretty good at video. Not all of their cameras are great at video. They, they, all of their cameras do a decent job at video, but Canon or Sony's best video camera is their A7S series. And they recently released the A7S 3 which still only has a 12 megapixel sensor, but that's not important because the camera is made to be a low light video performing machine. Now, when you get into Micro Four Thirds, they're extremely compact and lightweight out of all the camera systems. And some of those systems are fantastic for video as well, such as the Panasonic's. Um, and then, of course, you have the Blackmagic Design Pocket Cinema cameras, which are also great for shooting movies. Now, there are always some areas where some cameras excel more than others and vice versa. So to claim that one system is superior to all others is just pure nonsense. There is no such thing as one end all be all camera that is the best at everything. It's never happened and it's more than likely never going to happen. Now, a number of years back, famous photographer Chase Jarvis from Seattle, Washington, set out to prove the camera isn't nearly as important as the person wielding it. And so for a year, he shot everything with nothing but an iPhone 4S. And then he later put out a book about the experience that he titled The Best Camera is the One That's With You. Now, in addition to the book, he released his own iOS camera app called Best Camera. And his book and the app are widely successful. And he proved during this one-year campaign that any camera in the hands of somebody who has the skills, the knowledge, and the talent is going to make amazing images regardless of what kind of camera it is. And that is why his book and his app are so popular. He's well-known in the photography community. He's a self-taught photographer. He started out shooting uh, sports for REI, uh, for the snowboards and stuff like that in Colorado. He now lives in Seattle, Washington, and he does a lot of photography, mostly sports-related, rock climbing, skiing, skateboarding, stuff like that. But he is also known for doing commercial shoots as well. He's done some really amazing commercial shoots for companies such as Samsung um, that have been widely popular uh, ad campaigns that he's done for companies such as Samsung. 
We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage for the show at liamphotographypodcast.com for show notes and links. You can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with questions, comments, or requests for future episodes. If you prefer not to call or text, you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, and you can find us on Twitter at LiamPhotoATL. On Twitter, you can tweet the show. Just insert the hashtag LiamPhotoPodcast. And now, back to the show. All right, and we're back. So uh, and now another thing you can do, if you want to look up Digital Rev TV on YouTube and look through their playlist, look for the playlist that's titled ProTog, T-O-G, comma, Cheap Camera Challenge. And I'll include a link to their YouTube channel to that playlist in the uh, show notes for this episode. But in this series of videos, they had well-known professional photographers come on their show, which they film in Hong Kong, and shoot with absolute garbage cameras, such as Lara Jade shooting a fashion shoot with a Barbie doll with a camera built in, uh, Chase Jarvis, who had to shoot sports with a Lego camera, and they also had Zach Arias shoot street portraits with both a cheap camera and a cheap flash. Now, all of these photographers were able to make some amazing and interesting images with the crappy cameras that they were provided. Now, uh, I'm also going to include in the show notes for this episode example images that were taken with different camera systems so that you can see for yourself that any camera in the hands of somebody who's an experienced professional or advanced amateur is going to make fantastic images. I have a decent selection of images that will be included in the show notes. I've got some images from Nikon. Uh, from Canon, from Fujifilm, from Olympus, and from Sony. Um, I reached out to a, a well-known photographer who's a friend of mine on Facebook, uh, Matt Bishop, to see if I could get some Pentax images. Uh, and he said he was going to supply me with some, but he hasn't sent them as of the time of this recording. Um, if he does send them to me later on today or tomorrow, I'll go ahead and add those to the show notes as well so that you can check them out for yourself. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is name the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest that has been on the show to show that you're a listener. Once you're in the group, you're free to post your own original work. If you would like creative critique on your images, you can post them with the comments CC please, and myself or another pro in the group would be happy to give you some pointers. Additionally, I am the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group as well. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my project at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com. Remember, the first book goes on sale November 9th, 2020, so keep checking for updates about media appearances and book signings. 
Okay, so if you took a moment to look through the images in the show notes for this episode, uh, you will see that the people that took these images are extremely talented photographers who really know how to use their gear. They know composition and lighting. They know how to get the shot regardless of the camera that's in their hands. Now, are they uh, now not only are they familiar with their brand, but yes, I can assure you that like myself, any of these photographers would be just as successful with any camera that you put in their hands. Remember what I said at the beginning of this episode, the person wielding the camera and the quality of the glass attached to the body are far more important than who the manufacturer of the camera is. Sure, each company has their strengths and weaknesses, but if you learn the fundamentals of photography, you will make great images. So spend time practicing your craft or even take some workshops on a genre of photography that you're interested in and learn absolutely as much as you can. Know your camera inside and out, and especially its limitations, if any, and you will be a successful photographer. All right, so that is going to wrap up this week's episode, episode 105 of the Leon Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And I will see you again in another seven days.